Hi, I'm Jackie Voigt, owner of the Orchid Group at Keller Williams Realty at the Lakes, and I've had the opportunity of helping over 200 families buy and sell real estate over the last four years. Real estate agents often ask me, how did you do it? What's your secret sauce? Well, I'm here to tell you all that there is no secret sauce. So what is there? A blend of systems, grind, and dreams. It's not easy though, and I had to lose out on over $50,000 in commission in just a two month time frame in order to get myself organized. $50,000. What could that have done for my family? Vacations, home projects, new cars, savings. The options are limitless. What could that money have done for you? Tune in and see what not to do and what to do to regain control of your business and not let any opportunity pass you by. Hey, Jackie here, the real estate agent who missed out on over $50,000 of commission from one open house due to poor follow-up, aka the real estate agent determined to not let this happen to myself ever again or anybody else. Thank you for joining for episode one of There Is No Secret Sauce. I'd like to set the scene here for you guys. I've been in real estate since October of 2014. Before real estate, I worked for the most famous mouse in the world, Mickey. I spent the first four years out of college working at the Walt Disney World Resort. I worked in some of the most amazing roles, including VIP tours, where I literally got paid to be a part of people's magical vacations. Talk about a dream job. Other roles I held were in guest services, the rollout of the Magic Band technology, and facilitating the orientation class for all new Disney cast members. I met some of my best friends there, and I learned how to provide the most amazing customer service by truly making the experience tailored to each individual guest. My husband's name is Seth. We have two sons, Lincoln and Luke, a daughter named Lainey, and two pups. My family is my world. When it was time for a career change, I was talking to a cousin of mine who was, and still is, in real estate, and that one conversation changed the course of my life forever. The start of my real estate career was tough. Lots of hours in, testing and adjusting constantly, spending money but seeing little return. I knew all of this was to be expected, but it was still really hard to live through. Thankfully, I worked with an amazing Keller Williams office on an amazing team, and I just kept plugging away. I was elated when the work finally was starting to pay off and the commission checks came in. After spending my first two years as a dedicated buyer agent, I decided it was time to form my own team, and the beginning of Orchid Group was created. The word Orchid is inspired by Walt Disney and his core values that he had when starting the Walt Disney Company. Each letter of the word represents one of our core values. Openness, respect, creativity, honesty, integrity, and diversity. I mean, who else would I turn to for inspiration other than Walt? Our logo is the yellow orchid because yellow orchids represent joy, friendship, New beginnings. 
perfect representation of what we strive for with every single client that we have the opportunity to work with. I get a lot of flack for the corniness that this all seems to have, and yet I think it's so important to set these mindsets up early on in your business so that it sets the foundation for what you really represent. Once you know what that is, it'll start to show up in everything you do, and this just makes your confidence emit from your body, and your clients really feel that. It helps with building trust, and that's what this business is all about. In my first year of real estate, I sold $2.8 million and 10 units. My second year, I did $6.4 million and 20 units. My third year, I did $13 million and 58 units. My fourth year, I did $21 million and 48 units. We then did $15 million and 50 units. And we really only started working purposefully with systems and time blocking a few years ago. So even though on paper, I was a proper business, I was anything but proper in my first few years. Journey back with me to January of 2018. Open houses were a massive part of my business, and I was hosting one at one of our listings one Saturday. A pretty common thing for a realtor to be doing on a weekend, right? I allotted five hours per open house because of the extensive setup that I did, which involved placing tons of directional signs with balloons in all of the best spots, laying out refreshments for attendees, having lender, inspector, title company information, having a nice sign-in sheet, entering guests into a giveaway. I would do live video tours on social media platforms in between attendees. It was awesome. At this particular open house, I had five wonderful families that came through, all of which seemed to be really viable leads. Totally a win for an open house. For the record, I consider getting one good contact to make for a successful open house, so I was on cloud nine with these five. I packed up, headed home to enjoy the rest of the weekend with my family, and the next week started just like any other, texting, calling, emailing my clients, attending classes and trainings, and prepping for my next open house. Jump ahead to March, so a couple of months have passed by, and I found the sign-in sheet from that great open house I had back in January. I couldn't believe I hadn't followed up with those five families yet. I thought, well, thankfully it's only been a couple of months, so I'll reach out to them now right away and get their real estate endeavors underway. The first call I made was to a family consisting of a mom, dad, and two little girls, they lived about 30 minutes away and were looking to move the kids into a different school zone. I got extra excited because I knew the area they were moving from really well and could potentially help them with selling their current house and buying their next. At the beginning of the phone call, I refreshed their memories on who I was and we reconnected instantly. They then went on to tell me that the house they met me at was nice, but that they were able to find one a bit bigger and closer to the school and they were moving in next week. Well, I knew that that meant they had already sold their current house, or at least were about to, and that they had gotten the help of someone else to help them with both that selling and this buying opportunity. I had no one to blame except myself for the extremely poor follow-up that I had. What this poor follow-up cost me financially was huge. The house they were selling across town would have been listed around $200,000, and in our market, commission per side runs about 2.5% to 3% of the purchase price. So let's just say the commission was on the low end of that at 2.5%. That's $5,000. Let that sink in for a sec. 
Think about some things that you could do with $5,000. Pay off debt, go on vacation, go on a shopping spree, none of which I could do because I simply did not follow up with these clients. Ouch. That hurts to relive every time. Now remember, that was just the sale of their original home. The home that they ended up buying likely cost around $250,000, given the fact that they told me that they needed a bit bigger of a home, and that open house that I met them at was listed at $230,000. So let's assume another 2.5% commission on the buying side. That's another $6,250 in commission, which means that I missed out on a total of $11,250. Keep in mind, this was the first call I made off of one sign-in sheet from an open house I hosted just two months prior. Wow. What that money could have done for my family, my business, my community. An incredibly hard lesson to learn. The other hard part about this was that this really was a wonderful family and I was genuinely sad that I didn't get to work for them. I knew how hard I worked for my clients and I could only hope that they found someone who negotiated hard for their sale and purchase, provided excellent service and communication along the way, and made the experience fun and stress-free from start to finish. I knew I would have done that for them because that's what they deserved, but I ruined my chances at that all because I didn't have a solid follow-up plan in place. It doesn't end there, though, because I also know that they, like everyone, have family, friends, co-workers, neighbors, a whole network of people that, had I proven myself to them, I could have had the potential to work with, too. Well, we ended the conversation on a great note, as I wished them well in their big move. I dusted myself off, kind of chalked that interaction up to a fluke, because really... What were the odds of someone I met only two months prior already completely done with their real estate endeavors? The market in 2018 was very different than it was now or even during COVID. The next group on my list was a young couple who were looking for a small home for the wife's parents to relocate to. They themselves lived in a community already and in the community that the listing was in and were planning on starting a family soon, so how perfect would it be to have grandma and grandpa right down the street? The wife answered the phone and I refreshed her memory about how we met a couple of months back at an open house. She remembered and told me the house was literally perfect for her parents and just about two minutes from where their home was within the community. When she spoke to her parents about it, they seemed really interested at first as well, but... They more strongly considered the reality of actually relocating, and then their priorities changed a little bit. You see, they lived on a river up north that they absolutely loved, as they were avid recreational boaters and fishers, and the idea of no longer having that wasn't sitting well with them. They decided to shift gears, and uh, their relocation search went to a different part of central Florida, not too far from where their daughter and son-in-law lived. Being close to family still was their biggest priority, but to have a 20-minute commute to see them all while still being able to live on a body of water seemed like the perfect compromise. The daughter told me her parents found a new community by a big builder that was situated on a fingerling lake in Winter Garden and were actually under contract to have a brand new home built on a waterfront lot. My heart sank. I couldn't believe it. 
I was very familiar with the area and the builder she referenced and knew that the minimum her parents would be under contract for back in 2018 on a waterfront lot was a million dollars. But it was very likely a lot more than that. Again, these stories are still very tough for me to share, so let's just say it was at the low end of that $1 million flat. The builders pay a minimum of 3% commission and often have bonuses as well, but let's just base this off of that 3% commission, which equals $30,000. Let that sink in. $30,000 that I could have brought home to my family, used for paying off debt, towards a vacation, my kid's college fund, or a combination of all that because $30,000 is a lot of money. Out the window, and all because I didn't have a proper follow-up plan in place. Another wonderful family I didn't get to help, another network I didn't get to connect with of friends, family, coworkers, and neighbors. May I remind you, this was call number two from one open house sign-in sheet from only two months prior, That day has become what I refer to as my business wake-up call. Follow-up is one of the main components of our job, and rightfully so, as it has the potential of costing us over $40,000 in missed commission. This really hit me hard and got me really angry with myself. I knew something had to change, and I was determined to never let that happen ever again. I would come home from a full day's work, have dinner with my family, jump right back into work after dinner. I was probably pulling a 70 to 80 hour work week at that time, but I needed to make sure my follow-up was where it needed to be so that I didn't miss out on working the leads that I generated. That seemed to be my main priority every day. One evening, maybe a month or so after the open house follow-up story I just shared, I was in the kitchen on my phone while my, at the time, almost two-year-old was sitting on the couch watching TV before bed. I thought he was engrossed in his show, but apparently he was watching me on my phone because I hear in his sweet little baby voice, all done phone, mama. Now, he wasn't really putting together full sentences at the time, so for him, as clear as day, to basically tell me to turn off my phone was a big deal. I looked at him and my heart shattered in a million pieces. And I was feeling awful that he felt neglected. I knew that if he was noticing that I was working nonstop, that it had to be really bad. I work for my family, though, so I always let that be my excuse for pulling those late nights. It was the only time in my day I had to ensure that the follow-up was taking place. Or was it? That day has become what I refer to as my personal wake-up call. So within about a month's time frame, I had a massive business wake-up call and a massive personal wake-up call. The universe was basically screaming at me to get my stuff together. After all, the whole reason I got into real estate is because I wanted to be my own boss, have control over the work instead of the work having control over my life. And yet, I had zero control in both my work and personal life. I was letting my commission checks validate my actions, and the money had never been a main priority to me in the first place. Of course, making money is why we all work and what pays the bills at the end of the day, but that wasn't one of the reasons I quit working for Disney, my dream business. 
What had happened to me? What had I become? How were my actions positioning myself in my family and friends' minds? Okay, okay, universe, I get it now. Time for some massive change. The premise of this podcast is to shed light on what I believe the downfall of a commission-based or self-employed occupation is. I will introduce what I believe to be the most successful means of lead generation, the means of follow-up for each of those forms of lead generation, and how to create a foolproof follow-up system to ensure that you thoroughly and purposefully keep in touch with every single person you come in contact with. This is going to turn into the bread and butter of your business, allow you to take back complete control of your life and give you the greatest life you could ever imagine. I can tell you, it has for me. Now, none of this matters without defining what your big why is. The reason behind why you get up every morning, leave your family and friends, and go to spend hours of your day doing your work. So, we will hone in on that too and give you the biggest motivation and fuel behind your hustle that will make the tasks at hand so easy to accomplish. Once that foundation for system creation and implementation is set, we will dive into lots of different systems that are tried and true, which you can use as the framework for your own business and tweak to your personality and client base. I'm so passionate about this and so thankful that you decided to join me here and I congratulate you on taking the first step to gaining back your life.